Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to another edition of the Pet Psychic Radio Show. Call in at 917-889-2693. That's 917-889-2693. Looks like there's people on hold already, so our calls are coming in. Uh, Chat room is open, so join us there. You can go on blogtalkradio.com and click on the chat room. It should say Pet Psychic Radio on the right-hand side of um, of the corner where it says what chat rooms are currently open. So check us out there. Hi, Boo-Boo. Hi to anyone else who's in our chat room. I just see Boo-Boo waving at me. Um, Laura, are you there? I'm here. Yay. Hi. Hi. Supposedly today is National Prayer Day. And it's also National Be Kind to Animals Week. Whoa. Cool. Did you know that? No, I didn't know that. That's awesome. We could all take a moment to pray that everyone is kind to animals. Yes. That would be great. And I have something to say after we do our moment here. My animals are barking. They're, They're not taking this moment seriously right now. They're outside. What are they barking at? I have no idea. I don't know. They probably see an animal out there. Um, I found but, a dead little bird today. It's so sad. A it, dead bird? I just got my, yeah, I just got my windows washed and it flew into the window. Oh. I know. Cute That's so thing. That's so sad. Aloha. <laughs> Do you hear them? Yeah, Aloha sounded like she was saying hello. Did she come close to the... She's just uh, walking by where I'm at. I usually kind of put them away, but I've decided not to. Um, For our listeners, Laura and I were talking earlier, and um, she was just like, no, it's fun. Leave them out. So you're just going to hear them barking. I know. They were barking like that, though, when I said it. Yeah, now they're they're totally barking. Um, But I do want to go quickly. Imagine them quiet. Okay. Hold on, let me do it. Imagining them quiet and imagine everyone be kind to animals at this present moment and into the future. Will you ask them what they're barking at? Yeah, I will. Hold on. There's like some guy outside. Is he? I think maybe he has a hose or something. Hmm, I can't see from here, but there might be someone out there. He moved, uh, she said. He moved. She probably scared him back into the barrel. Oh. <laughs> um, well, well, what are you saying? What? what are you saying? You were saying yeah. something's going on with them? or like what's Yeah, the story yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so the story is, um, the other day, uh, John, my husband, and I were walking down the street, and we took Ripley and Aloha to go get some lunch. So John goes in and orders our food. We're waiting outside for it to get prepared, and I'm holding both of them, and a skateboarder comes by, and Aloha freaks out and starts barking at him, which is pretty normal. She does that. Um, but Ripley, all of a sudden, like, 
gets out of my grasp, like off at the leash, like, and she jumps at the guy and attacks him. No. Yeah. She actually attacked him. Yes, she attacked him, and she. Like, excuse me. I picture like teeth out, growling, fighting, not yes. yes. off the skateboard, skateboard flying into the street. Yes. Well, no. I mean, he had really quick reflexes where he was able to pick the skateboard up with his hand real fast as soon as he heard the barking dogs, and then, um, and then Ripley kind of nipped him like in the inner thigh, and then like jumped on him. He didn't. It didn't break the skin, no. but it he really. Didn't break did he take down his pants to see? Yeah, he did. He, like, pulled up his shorts just to check. <gasps> oh, my gosh. Get that Ripley inside the house right now. Really? We should have locked her in her crate for this conversation. I know. I'm, so I'm, really, I'm really upset. Like, I I don't understand. And I, I would be. And so has And so has she ever done anything like this before? She has, well, when we've been walking, she has jumped, like, on people, but it was never, it was just like she does that, and we always tell people, oh, just turn around and ignore her. Um, <laughs> but she has never, like, attacked, Wait, like, you like, you're walking down the street, and then all of a sudden she jumps on somebody? Yeah, and, we'll be walking and by, then, yeah. And you can't take, just pull her off? No, we ha- we do. We generally do pull her off, but she has a jumping problem. So then when you say, when you tell the other people to turn around and ignore her. That's like when people come over to just... our house. Oh, that's when people come to your house. Yeah. On okay. the street, we just like, as soon as we see her, we try to do a look at me. And then if she doesn't do a look at okay. me and she jumps at, towards the person, we just pull her because we don't want anyone to get hurt. And we just pull her yeah, close right. to us. Um, or like if we see a person coming, we try to, you know, block the way, you know, and just like distract her. Oh, good. And so in the, um, so in the past here, when she's jumped on someone, have you, have you felt it to be an aggressive jump, a confusion jump or a hello, I'm happy to see you jump? I would say mostly confusion when it's a stranger on the street. It's like, it's usually, I've never seen her do it where she was growling or attacking, but she definitely jumps up and is like, it doesn't seem like a, hi, I'm so excited, but more like, hey, who are you? Right. Okay. Okay, so let's talk to her about this. So the first okay. thing we really have to work on is like her not jumping, like her keeping all fours on the ground at all times. Mm-hmm. And then like explain to her how rude it is to jump up on somebody else and that's invasion, invading somebody's space. And what I tell them too is when they jump up like this, like in public and actually bite someone, which is like really serious. He didn't, did he, uh, did he report it? No. Well, so what happened was, it happened, I apologized, and then he left. Then, like, 20 minutes later, I walked up this back up to my house, and he, as mm-hmm. we were walking, like, two blocks away, he came and tracked, the guy came and tracked us down and started oh. asking us, like, if she had her shots and stuff. And oh, because he saw his friends, and his friends were like, oh, my God, is he, she had his shots. 
Yeah, I don't I don't know what the deal was. It seemed a little bit shade like I understand like I'm taking responsibility like that was a horrible thing that happened and it's my dog's yeah. fault. But at the same time there was something weird. He was like, "Well, cuz nothing happened like he it didn't break the skin and we looked at it." So it just seemed a little bit, you know, I don't know, he came oh, and chased he, us down and I didn't know if he was going to follow us different. home. And how old was he? Like a teenager or like early twenties, maybe. Oh, so he just gotten scared. You know? Yeah, that's what I, that's and what I thought. You know, either way, I just apologized to him and told him it was. You know, I'm so sorry. I should have had a stronger grip on her. And you know, are you okay? And you know, I'm really sorry. And she has all her shots and everything. And if there's anything, yeah, let so me know. D, so D is in the chat room, and she's saying, you know, it's still considered a bite in California, and you can still be liable. Mm-hmm. And it's true. That's very, very true. You can be. Um, mm-hmm. And that's why, that's one of the things that we're going to talk to Ripley about. About okay. it's really, really serious when she jumps yeah. on someone. I mean, even if she didn't bite him and jumped on him and tripped him, you're still mm-hmm. liable if he injures himself. Right. And so explain about that. And the wheels in general, a lot of dogs have skateboarding problems because or bicycle problems because of the wheels and the, the noise and the coming at them and the speed and and uh, Stormy, my Aussie, he was a was a um a herder and mm-hmm. so he sort of had like he wanted to sort of run after skateboards and when, when he yeah. was younger. Never mm-hmm. really would ever hurt anyone. But he wanted yeah. to run after them. Mm-hmm. And the way I trained him not to is I actually learned to skateboard and and taught him to run alongside my skateboard and after he learned that it can be a fun tool to play with he mm-hmm. never did it again and oh, you skateboard good. right you're a big skateboarder yeah so, I skateboard yeah I would get a skateboard and skateboard with her so she starts to understand what that is okay um but we do want to talk to her about like the seriousness of, of it and that and the problem, too, is when you have puppies, like Ripley's, how old do you think she is? She's a little over a year now. She turned a year in November. Yeah. And she really is, I mean, that's like Luca's age, actually. Mm-hmm. And so they really just are puppies, and they're just sort of learning, like, what the world is about and what's appropriate and what isn't. And this is also the age where they're they're starting to learn a little bit more about how hard they're biting and the use mm-hmm. of their mouth and Dogs that have a lot of energy and they play really hard, they're using their mouth all the time with other dogs. They don't realize that putting a mouth, their mouth on another person, how, mm-hmm. like, dangerous that is. They think that that's somewhat okay, you know? So, okay, let's, t- let's talk to her about this. Okay. So she, where is she now? She's in the house playing with the stuffed animal. Can you go get her so she's not playing with a yeah. stuffed animal? Ripley. Okay. Ripley, come here. Come here. Laura wants to talk to now you. She's young. She's just Luca's age. I mean, there really are. Like, every day he learns something new. And the thing, too, about this age, I will say, is that mm-hmm. there's still, like, I mean, I'm so repetitive with him, with Luca, about jumping up. And he's yeah. still jumping up. So, yeah. It's like they don't even know that not jumping up is not okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. They're learning, though. They're getting better. Okay, hold yeah. on. Let me get Ripley. Hold on. 
I'm telling her that what happened the other day. Do you remember the skateboard? And do you remember jumping on the on the boy that was riding the skateboard? And do you remember biting his thigh? That was really serious. Can you tell me why you did that? I did it because Aloha said, you better get him. He might run me over. And he gave me a pain in my ear. And he was mad. So what I'm going to do is tell her about the wheels and that they might give her a pain in the ear. But do you know how dogs can run really fast? People can't run that fast, so they ride skateboards to get places quicker or bicycles. Mm-hmm. But why do they grind so much? It's just the way they're designed. Can you tell my mom that I realized it was serious? And I realized this because John was upset. And when I bit him in the thigh, I thought to myself, this isn't me. I didn't know what happened. Well, now I'm going to tell her about when she jumps on people that she could knock them down and really hurt them. And when she bites people, that she could really hurt them. And that could cause a lot of damage for the person, could really hurt the person. And mommy and daddy could lose their home. And also, the guy could get really hurt. Mm-hmm. I noticed because he was rubbing his thigh. I feel bad that I hurt the guy. So, Ripley, what you have to do is try really hard when you see a skateboard or when you see people coming at you to keep all fours on the ground, lick and yawn and blink your eyes and look away. It's very, very, very important. The worst thing you can do, the worst thing a dog can do is bite a person. That is never, ever, ever allowed unless you feel your people are in danger, but you won't know about that until years. Like, like, Don't worry about understanding what true danger is until you're a few years older. Because then they learn that with Mm -hmm. with experience. That's one of the the things I told her after it happened, like we came home and I just had a serious talk with her that night, was that, you know, the guy could really get hurt and, you know, how sad I was because I don't want to risk her getting taken away from me you know, Mm. or anything like that, or us getting in trouble. Um, But, you know, I said, you know, the consequences that, you know, you might get taken away from us if you do continue to do that. And then I said you would never let that happen. 
when I see a person coming, I need help. Because mm-hmm. sometimes my back legs work faster than my head. <laughs> you know, what's the good thing so, about that came out of this is that, like, I'm now really aware of what her potential is and that we just need we need to work on these things. And, you know, we work on these things on um, during our classes at Wagville and stuff on Saturdays, but maybe I need to focus more on a, you know, calming stuff even more. Yeah, because now it's like whenever you walk by a person, you're going to, it's going to have to be like a training session to make yeah. sure that she doesn't, mm-hmm. she doesn't do that. And um, if it's really bad, like if she lunges at everyone you walk by, you might want to think about walking her on a gentle leader because mm-hmm. then you have more control over her head. And yeah. as she lunges up, you can easily pull her head back. Right. Yeah, I'll try that. Well, thank you for talking to her. I'm just, I've been so upset over this since, you know, it happened two yeah. days ago. It's just really depressing. I I've can... never had a dog that did that, so... You know, Ventura, I had for 14 years, and he's just never been that dog. So it was really scary for me. It is a very scary thing. It is. Mm-hmm. And I'm really glad that you're taking it seriously because a lot of people don't. A lot of people have this happen to them, and they think, oh, it just happened one time, and they don't take it seriously. So it's good that you are and that you're going to work on getting that, her get, getting her better. Yeah, I was telling my friend like he should we he might come over and maybe help me train because he's a skateboarder, so I could oh, he, yeah, he could skateboard and come by and then I can like you know tell her to sit and stay and calm and all that and give her treats. Yeah, it's great. The other thing that I used to do when I taught dog training classes is go to the shopping um, center and mm-hmm. get a shopping cart and just teach them to walk along the shopping cart and do sits mm-hmm. and heels next to the shopping cart so they get used to like wheels going by them. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. I'll try that. Yeah. I'll try that. Maybe I'll videotape it and show everyone. <laughs> yeah, cool. I'll t- I'll show you guys her progress. Um, well, we thank you so much. <laughs> we should. That would be great. Um, we should probably get on to some phone calls. I sorry okay. everyone, I took up so much of our time today, but um let's get to our first caller. Um we have last digit is one one zero zero. So if that's you, get ready for the phone call. What you're gonna do is when you get on the line, uh just let us know what your pet's name is, what kind of pet uh he or she is, dead or alive, how old, what do they look like, and uh just one question. So here we go, one one zero zero. Hi, you're on the Hi. Air. Hi. Hi. Can you so hear who's me? your pet? Yes, we can hear you. Hi. Yes. This is Dee Baldus, and uh, that was on the thing. My pet was, oh. um, her name was Ruby. She mm-hmm. was a white poodle mix. She's no longer with us. She um, had a stroke in January of 2010. <clears throat> and my question is, I had to make a very sudden decision to let her go, and I've just mm-hmm. always wondered if I'd made the right decision. Were you able to be with her when she passed? I was, but I was. I, the problem was I wasn't able to be calm then, and I, that's what I always felt like I didn't. I wasn't there for. I was hysterical practically. Aww, did you feel like she passed well? Like her? Yeah, I do. Passed? I, I do. Oh, I felt good. like. 
I, I felt like I was doing the right thing because I felt like she was going to suffer if I didn't. All right, good. Good. And if you feel like they're actual passing, like the time when their spirit actually leaves their body, if you feel like that went peacefully, very often that they're at peace with the decision. Um, but let's get a hold of her. And her name is Ruby, right? Ruby. And she was a poodle, a white poodle mix? White poodle was mix. She was probably about eight or nine. And we, I, she was voluptuous, we'll say. <laughs> Okay, now was she a large dog or medium dog? No, or, no, no, no. She or, was about 10 pounds, 10, 12 pounds. Oh, she was small. Okay, that's cute. Okay, hold on. Let me get her. She says that my mom was there for me holding my paw. Yep. I felt her holding my paw when I left. And I want my mom to know that here is really beautiful. And I curl up by her head. Oh, that's really sweet. And sometimes when it's dark out, I sleep with her. She says, here in heaven, it only rains part of the time. I don't know what that means, so I'm going to ask I mean, it only rains when you want to see a rainbow. Aw. <laughs> That's so cute. <laughs> you have a, do you have a thing for rainbows? I do. <laughs> you do? Oh, that's why then. Real rainbows, Aww. though, not the, not the painted ones. I like real rainbows. Oh, that's what she's talking about then. Oh, that's so sweet. Aw. She says, there in heaven, there's a big water dish that she can put her feet in to clean her feet off so she's always clean. <laughs> she liked to be clean. She was constantly cleaning herself. That's very <laughs> sweet. Oh, <laughs> that's sweet, Dee. She's in a good place. Thanks so much. Oh, you're welcome. Thanks for calling in. Yes, you and have a wonderful a day. You too. You too. Thanks. Cute. Are you there? Oh, so I must be getting our next caller. So um, so one of the things, of the reason why I said, oh, I asked you if how her, how her animal passed is because people are really, a lot of people are nervous about the actual passing and uh, if their animal is in a good place or if their animal is ready. Mm-hmm. It's been in my experience that when animals go peacefully, um, when they pass or if their body doesn't do any, like, jumping or gasping, then they're ready. The vets will often tell you if the animal gasp, um, that it's just a body reaction, but it's been in my it's been in my experience that a lot of times those animals are not ready to pass on. Um, so that's something for you all to know if you feel peace. And then also right after the animal passes, if you're quiet um, and just sort of take a moment to breathe and 
and um, just pay attention to your surroundings. The being that has passed on will very often try to fly through you or fly around you, and you might feel it like a tingling on your neck or them flying through your body or like a or if you're outside or if you go outside after the appointment, um, you might feel like a really swift, warm breeze or the atmosphere might look really bright um, or you might hear the birds really crisp. So it's important to pay attention to your surroundings. But if for some reason you don't feel those things, that doesn't mean anything. It's probably just you're so much in your grief that it's hard to, to feel those. Okay. Okay, cool. Here we go. We got Aaron from D.C. Aaron, you there? Hi. 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 Yeah. So tell us about your cat, is it? Yeah, yeah. Her name's Abby. She's um, a little over a year old, a lynx tip Siamese cat. And um, she's very vocal when I come home. And I'm curious what she's talking about. Okay, and is it just when you come home or is it? Yeah, yeah. My housemates say she's really quiet all day long. And then whenever I come home, she's got a lot to say. (laughs) (laughs) Like a real lot to say. (laughs) That's cute. Okay. Hold on, let me get her. Abby, right? Yeah, Abigail. And what color? She's um, white, but she's lynx tip. So Mm -hmm. she's, um, she's sort of like tabby on the lynx. Mm-hmm. On the tips, like her tips of her ears and her tail. She says she says that she thinks that you should have come home sooner. And yeah, she, she would totally like says. <laughs> and she would like fish that that um squished up with a fork. Do you know what that is? Oh, that like, would like what? It's like fish or something. It's something fishy. Like I don't know if it reminds me of tuna fish, maybe or salmon squished okay. up with a fork. Do you okay. see that? I don't actually know. I wanted to ask about food though because she's been pretty picky about food lately. I need oily fish. Okay. Okay. <laughs> oh. <laughs> she can have that. She said she wants crunchies that doesn't tickle her. Okay. So maybe the food I've been giving her is too crunchy and it tickles her? She says the, the the crunchies that she has tickles her tongue. Okay. Okay. And she wants her kibble in a longer bowl. Okay. Um, what does that like, mean? I don't like my I don't like my whiskers touching the side. This oh. is true. Okay. This, okay. This is actually a common a common um, suggestion oh. from the animals. That they okay. very often want to eat off plates rather than bowls because they don't want their side of their mouth or their whiskers touching the side. Okay. I can do that too. <laughs> the other thing that she says is that she wants a swinging gym. So she wants something that swings. Hmm. Well, it hangs she's really demanding, hangs. isn't she? Make <laughs> sure she has somebody that can hear her. She might as well get it all out. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> you. So you've never. How old is she? She's. Um. She just turned a year last month, so she's real young yeah. yet. Yeah, she's really young. So she wants to do yeah. something. Swinging. Maybe put her in a towel or a swinger. <laughs> okay. You no. Know, take like a hand with a towel. Okay. Yeah. 
Um, well, the other thing I wanted to mention is that sometimes she can be a bit of a scaredy cat, um, especially in terms of the other house cats that, like, my housemates have cats as well. And I wanted you to let her know that those were her friend cats. They're friends, you said? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then, so, okay, what I'm also going to tell her is not only are they her friends, but what she can do around them is blink her eyes, lick and yawn, and turn away and watch for those signals in the other cats as well. Yeah. I do that, but they move fast towards me. Oh. Sometimes they really scare me. They are, they're bigger cats, for sure, and they're older gentlemen cats. And one looks for me. Mm-hmm. Maybe he just wants to be your friend. Yeah, that's Romeo. Yeah. Well, I'm not so sure about that. Oh no. You, she's not sure that that she wants to be friends. But okay. you know, just keep telling her that that he's friendly and to lick and yawn and blink her eyes and to that she can feel comfortable around him and that he can be her teacher, that he can teach her things. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay, I'll think about that. Okay. Thank you, Erin. She wants a bowl. Yeah, thank you. Tell her I'll get her a bigger <laughs> bowl. Okay. <laughs> and what was that final thing you said, Laura? Oh, she wants a ball, too. Oh, a ball. ball. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> really demanding little kitten. She's got a lot of. Well, she said. What is she saying? I know. That's what she must have been yelling at her about all every day. <laughs> uh, so we got an update. Um, Tora? Hi. Hi. Hello, so, yeah, Laura. we got an update from uh, Tora about Bullet. So tell us what's going on. Um, well, he's still alive. Yay! <laughs> so but, remind um, us, remind us uh, of what was going on with Bullet and what kind um, of dog he is. Okay, Bullet is a shepherd mix, and he's medium, and he has this, like, huge heart condition where it's a murmur or something like that, but he's at, like, stage five, and his heart's just huge, and he, he's taking medicine for his... Um, He's got, like, mucus around it or something, so he's been coughing but that we got medicine for that. But what we've also been doing is we totally changed his diet, went to Origin, and um, the the dried, the hydrated food from uh, Honest Kitchen, which is amazing. And now we're giving him acupuncture and herbs and, like, oh. all these other things, like I'm doing Reiki on them. And so I don't want to – what I want to ask him is, like, I like obviously we don't want him to die, and this is why we're doing it all. But I don't want to be overbearing, so I kind of want to know how is he taking it? Is there something that he's just like, hey, let me be, or yeah? Oh, good question. Okay, and remind me again about what exactly he looks like. He's a small shepherd, you said, and what's his he, color? Yeah, he's medium and he's white with like black, black brown. He's got ears, okay. ears that stick up. I actually feel good with everything. I like a lot of the food. (laughs) I like the one mixed with water. Yeah. And the other thing that I like is the acupuncture. 
the acupuncture makes my hip feel better. Awesome. And it stops tingling in my hind legs. I also feel like I can walk farther without being winded. I feel like I got a lot of love coming at me. And that love makes me feel bigger than myself. And if you start to feel bigger than yourself, one day it doesn't matter if you have a body or not. (laughs) It's true. (laughs) But But at this moment, I like my body. I don't fear death, but I'm not welcoming it right now either. And the herbs, sometimes they make me a little drowsy. But it's okay. okay it's actually the liquid herbs. There's there's two pills. The, liquid, liquid, the uh, cold liquid one. One, the cold liquid. So have you noticed that's the one that makes them drowsy? Or are you asking? Oh, yeah. No, I've noticed that the pills make them drowsier, not the... Oh, the pill makes them drowsy. Oh, okay. I like crunchy green. Do you know what that is? Um, no. Maybe maybe it's just that the food, the the water food. It, it looks like those dried kale chips. Do you know them? Yeah, we, we've been giving them a lot of cookie, like cookies and stuff from the the Three Dog Bakery. <laughs> oh, maybe it's something from there. Oh, and they look like thin though. Okay. Crunchy green. He says the sun shines on you and him, and that makes him happy. Aww. I bet that's the Reiki. The what? That you, the Reiki that you're doing? Like the energy oh, yeah. work? I bet that's yeah. what he's calling the sun. Aw, he sounds good. Yeah, I'm so happy. Yay. That's so heartwarming. Yeah, Thank you so much. Oh, you're welcome. I love what he said. What did he say before? Oh, which one? When he said the sunshine? No, it's so amazing when he said it. I forgot. Now we'll have to listen back. (laughs) I know that, you guys. We take (laughs) perfect. Mm -hmm. All right. All right. Thank you. Thanks, Tora. It was so profound what you said. Do you remember? Uh, well, he said a lot of things, profound things, so. <laughs> um, well, no, we'll have to listen back and we'll, maybe we'll post okay, it on our I Facebook will. page. Yeah. Uh, so we got Maria on the line from German, uh, German Shepherd Rescue of Orange County. Sorry, that was like a mouthful for a second. Um, so hi, guys. hi, Maria. How are you? Hi. Good. Hi, Maria. Thanks for coming on. Of course. Thanks for having me. I love to listen oh, to the so doggies. That's great. Oh, good. It's so great to have you on. So tell us about the organization. And, and uh, you, you, 
this week is also National Be Kind to Animals Week. Well, actually, uh, it's May 6th and and the the seven days following. So it's the 6th through the 13th, so we can all prepare okay. for that and think about all the things we're going to do to be kinder to animals in the community, in our homes, mm-hmm. you know, just out and about. There's many, many ways, which I'm sure um, people are aware of. But German Shepherd Rescue Orange County is devoted to rescuing purebred German Shepherds all over Southern California. And right now we have about 78, 79 in our care, uh, all ages, all colors, all sizes, all levels of activity. So we're working really hard to keep promoting the dogs and to learn more about them. So that's why I'm here today, to learn about one of our special rescues. Yeah, and so you sent me a picture of Berlin. Can you tell us about Berlin? I can't tell you much. I'm hoping you can tell me more. Berlin was rescued from a very, very high-kill shelter in Southern California, and uh, she was a volunteer favorite there because she just really seemed to need need some human companionship of some sort. Um, she was really pining at the shelter. We don't know what her background is. We don't know mm-hmm. if she was dropped off. We don't know if she was astray. But she refused to eat at the shelter, and it became very, very thin, so when we got her, of course, we immediately put volunteers uh, to work, you know, welcoming her and, and making her feel more comfortable. Uh, since then, she's begun to eat, and uh, she's coming out of her shell a little bit. But it would help us to know what kind of home would be ideal for her if she's in any pain, um, you know, what what brought on the sadness that uh, she was feeling. And she's beautiful. And what, she's a sable, is that right? Because I just have a picture of her head. Um, she's, yeah, she's a sable, I would say, more than a blanket back. Yeah, I would say so. Black and tan, a little bit plushy coat. Oh, she's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Okay, let me get her. It's about six or seven, I'm guessing, maybe five. This is the the tough thing when you rescue them from shelters and you have to rely on, you know, just a physical exam. She says, sometimes I have a bad stomach ache. Oh, okay. It's really bad after I eat. Okay. And then I get this bad saliva. And it tastes really bad in my mouth. That sounds like acid reflux. Mhm. Maybe she'd do better on a like a no grain diet. Cuz sometimes well, she's on a well, sensitive you know, sensitive stomach diet, but we need to change so it itself. You know what else you could do for that is, um, I don't know with the acid, with the saliva tasting that way, but like sometimes when they talk about having a bad pain in their stomach after they eat, if mm-hmm. you water down the kibble and let it sit for like an hour before you feed it to her, right? then it could swell so much in her stomach. Like you'll be amazed at how much like one cup of kibble actually swells. Okay. Um. Uh, so you could try that too. All righty, we'll do that. I want a home with a really sensitive mom and dad. Okay. Does she want brothers and sisters? Uh, she says the problem with her old mom and dad is that they weren't that sensitive. Okay. They kind of wanted me to be a protector, but I didn't have it in me. 
it's got kind of tired of giving me free food. Yikes. They said I was they said I wasn't working for it. Oh dear. I really just want someone to love me. I have a lot of people that love me now. I've never really been around children, but I can't say that I would be bad. What about other animals? I feel like everyone should just be who they are. Hmm. I like other dogs if they're not bullies. I had one that I got to lie with all the time. But he was much older than me. How does she seem around other dogs? Vocal. Vocal? Uh, Yeah, vocal. I can't tell if it's warding them off or telling them that she's the boss or I don't know. You know, let me ask her why she's being vocal around the other dogs because she seems so timid to me like she'd just be watching them walk by. No, she's vocal. (laughs) Is she vocal and moving forward or just? No, standing there yelling at them basically. (laughs) Okay. I'm actually much better the closer I get. I say this is supposed to be my job, protect my space, right? Oh. Well, you can tell her she doesn't have to work like that in her next family. She's going to be a family member. Okay, she says she's kind of scared around other dogs, too. Do you notice when she barks if any of her hackles go up? No, they really don't. It sounds like more like she's yelling at them, like, you stay mm-hmm. away from me. Because mm. as a general rule, if you ever do see hackles go up, if they're um, if they go up at the top and then they break in the middle of the back and then they grow, go up around the hips again, mm-hmm. or if they go straight all the way down the back, those are usually fear hackles, and that means that whatever their bark or their aggression is stemming from fear. But mm-hmm. if it's just in the front, that's usually, usually territorial. Okay, we'll observe that. But, I mean, still can be bad, either, you know, can be aggressive either way. But Do you know if she's been bred before? Can you tell if she's had babies before? Okay, I had one baby, and it grew up to be about four months old. But do you know what? I actually don't think it was her baby. I think that it was a puppy that was around her. Okay. All right. Good to know. Because I only, I only see one. Okay. I'm going to tell her she doesn't need to work. Yeah. And tell her to lick and yawn and blink her eyes when she sees other dogs. And that's how other dogs communicate with one another. Mm-hmm. And that would be really great if she could calm herself by licking and yawning and blinking her eyes and looking away. And then once she's calmed herself, then she can glance at the other dog and look at the other dog for those signals to see what if the other dog is friendly. Right. I sort of know it, but I kind of get scared. Aw. 
Well, we just want her to know that everybody's uh, working very hard for her and that, um, you know, she's not going to have to work again. We're going to find her a home where she needs to be a good family member, a good canine citizen, but she won't have to be a guard dog. Um, that she'll only be that she'll only have to be a companion dog and only have to share love with her people. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to stay away from saying you don't have to be a guard dog because right. they don't understand the don't. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, that sounds like a good plan. <laughs> <laughs> What is her what is her personality like? Like to me, she just seems so thankful and so like it actually surprises me that she's barking at other dogs because she seems like reflective, like she's like really watching what's going on and she seems really smart, like she understands everything that's going on around her and she just seems really shy. Okay, well, surprises out there. Is she like that? Is she shy when she meets people? No. No, she's doing much, much better than when she came in. Much, much better. I think she was just so confused by the shelter experience, as as they all are. Such a sensitive breed, of course. But um, we just want her to know that we're all doing our best and that, um, you know, the the only kind of work we expect her to do is to just be a good girl and, you know, have nice manners. I can do that, she said. Be patient with her people as they learn about her. Yes. Aw, she's nice. Yeah. Well, she's looking for a home, and she'll be on our website at www.gsroc.org, www.gsroc.org, along with about 75, 80 other dogs that are all looking. So we appreciate They're really beautiful dogs. Some really, really beautiful ones. They're really <laughs> one something. day I will get a dog from you guys. I say that one day or one year, I should say. Well, you know, they always find you when you least expect it. I always say the dog <laughs> finds you. You don't find the dog. So I know. Uh, I've almost found every single one you guys brought on here. I'm, <laughs> I'm pretty sure everyone we've brought on has gone on to find a home. I, I can't think of any that have not. We had worked on Schultz. Uh, some time back, and Schultz found a wonderful home. This was a boy who could leap seven-foot fences and did so, but he's safe and sound yeah. and happy now. That's, that's great. So how can people donate to you? They can donate via PayPal? Can, right, absolutely, PayPal uh, via our website. Um, they can send a check. There's an address on our website uh, to our P.O. box. We actually prefer checks, believe it or not, because uh, the online resources take a percentage of the dog's money, and we hate it when that happens. So PayPal yeah. is one option. Checks are a better option. Um, they're on our, through our website. You can, do, you can pledge a monthly donation and just have your bank take care of it. That's very, very simple. We have a wish list of all sorts of items that our dogs need on a regular basis, everything from, you know, good quality dog food and treats to um, – Collars, leashes, toys, you know, all the goodies, plastic bags, things like that. So that's all available on our website as well. 
and uh, we're always looking for foster homes. That's that's probably the most precious resource we could have, foster homes. Uh, many of our dogs are in boarding right now because we just don't have enough foster homes to keep up with the, the need. So that's oh, another wow. great way to help if people are looking for uh, how to help animals next week and, and going forward. Fostering is a wonderful and uh, very fulfilling way to do that. Do they have to be in Orange County to foster? They need to be in be Southern anywhere? California, Southern California area. That oh, would that's be great. good to know. Yeah, yeah. greater L.A., uh, northern San Diego, somewhere around there. And um, okay. we typically place the older, injured, special needs dogs in foster first. I know everybody loves mm-hmm. to foster a puppy, but usually the ones that need it the most are the ones that have been with us a little bit longer. So those are the ones that truly want to find a warm place to curl up. Right. So important. Yeah. So, Maria, thank uh, you, know, you so much. We, we thank you. We're so glad to learn about Berlin, and um, everybody should check back and check in on her on the website, and we'll post this update, and, and uh, hopefully she'll find a home fairly soon. Yes, I'm sure she will. Well, we really yes. appreciate it, Laura. Thank you for all you do for all the animals. and uh, Oh, you know. right back at you, Maria, right back okay. at you. All right, well, I look <laughs> forward to talking with you again soon. Okay, you guys be well. We will. Thank you. Bye. So that's uh, Maria at the German Shepherd Rescue of Orange County, and you can find their website at gsroc.org. That's gsroc.org, and you can find all this information, of course, on Laura's website, thepetpsychic.com. So if you want to check back on that site, you'll see all the stuff um, from today's show on there, information how to reach them, all that sort of thing. Um, we only have 10 minutes left. What do you think? It's up to you, my friend. Up to you. What do you think? Well, we got Kathy on the lines, and she's um, she had, a, uh, what's it called, a, a um, consultation with you, I think, about a week ago. And uh, let's just put her on, and she can tell you what she wants to talk about. Okay. Um, Kathy? Okay. Hey, yes. Kathy. Hi. Hey, Hi. so we only have Hi. a few minutes, so let's do okay. a fast. Okay, be quick. Okay, go. <laughs> okay, so Laura, we spoke on Saturday, and you spoke to my cat, uh, Mitzi, and she said that there was a um, something in the house that was messing with the lights, and um, and we... Mitzi said that I needed to put flowers in the house, and I guess my husband said it was kind of mischief like an elf, but the way Mitzi described it, it was really creepy, like with a beak and claws, and that's how she saw it. Um, now, by talking to you, I don't, again, about them, I don't want to give them energy, but um, I want to make sure with the flowers and the things that I've done so far, am I getting rid of them? So I was wondering if you could talk to my black and white cat, Sneakers, who's a male, and if he has any suggestions. Okay. So just for all of you, I spoke to the kitty, and and he was it he or she said that there were um, these, like, strange little trickster beings in the house that had um, beaks and wings. They were kind of like spirit beings. And um, they were sort of described to us as, like, almost like little they weren't little children, but almost like little children that are need to be told to go away and stop playing in someone else's yard. And so now we're going to ask Snickers if putting the flowers, but I don't want you to be freaked out by them because I was not freaked out by them at all. 
You weren't. Like, there was no okay. part of me that thought that it was, like, a dark, scary spirit in your house. Um, okay. So I really okay. don't want you to... I really don't want you to go there with that because I really didn't get that. Okay. Thank you. Um, okay, let me get, get Snickers. Hold on. Sneakers, like the shoes. Oh, sneakers. Sorry. Sorry. Oh, that's okay. That's all right. They only come seldomly now. Good. Okay. They just come through and peek through. We have a lot of protection around us. I feel like the house is full of light. I feel completely safe. All right, Laura, thank you. And I think the flowers look beautiful. (laughs) They're everywhere. He says, I don't think the flowers are to ward anything off. I think the flowers are for us to enjoy. <laughs> oh, okay, fair enough. That's the best thing about it. And that's interesting, too, because maybe the putting the flowers in the house, that's what it is for. Like, perhaps that is just so that it brings your attention to beauty and to you're just not thinking of other things. You're not thinking of anything being in the house. You're thinking of something, you know, that smells good and looks beautiful. Okay. All right. I feel better. I feel that you described it with, oh, he feels happy. Yeah. It actually, they remind me of these drawings we used to draw when we were kids. They're like these these little thick birds. But um, I really would not be worried at all. Yeah. I really would. I don't want to get rid of them. (laughs) Thank you. Thanks for calling, Kathy. Okay. Thanks a lot. That is crazy. So what yeah, do they so what do they look like? They look like what I recall them look like. Because I remember thinking like, oh my gosh, like what is that? They look like like almost like cartoon birds with like big eyes and like mm-hmm. little thick feet and wings. <laughs> um, but like big curvy beaks. But they look. But they, yeah, they look kind of like a cartoon. Right. So they're tricksters. I mean, that doesn't mean bad. Tricksters, right. There's tricksters. Yeah, they're not bad at all. And for, like, for people who are, like, into, like, other dimensions and into the spirit world, I I personally think that every human being sort of lives with some type of this stuff around. It's just part of, like, we all are entwined to all these different dimensions. It's just about how in tune you are to them. And yeah. so someone in their house happened to bring them up. and But I think they were getting, like, lights flickering on and off, and that, that's why why I was right. brought up. But but I didn't get a freaked out feeling at all. Like, I have talked to some animals who've seen some pretty dark, scary, like Stephen King, Edgar Allan Poe in people's homes. Yeah. This, this was not scary at all. It was actually kind of cute and funny. You know, earlier when we were talking to the poodle who had passed away, I was thinking, I wonder if it's possible if we can find pets that have lost their people and if we can see, like, you know, who are in rescue places or something like that who have lost their people and maybe they could talk to their, we could talk to their people. What do you mean we could talk to their people? Like, there are people who have passed, right? Who, their pets are now in, like, these rescue places, so... 
like oh, reverse I see, like, it. Lost their feet, like dead, yeah. like they're dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah I would definitely do that. Deceased people. Deceased people. There we go. Yeah. Yeah, I would definitely do that. that we gotta find fun. people. We gotta find pets then. Pets who oh, lost there are feet. so many. And you know what? I know so many that were in the house with their people for days before the people were found passed away. Oh. And that, those are amazing to talk to. Well, maybe we those can gather animals. a couple and get their pictures and, you know, put them up on our Facebook and we'll have a little oh, second yes. of time. Okay, um, okay. We have a few minutes left. Who wants to do the words of wisdom today? For me, honey. Tor. Yeah, we want. Yes, Tommy. People want you to do words of wisdom. You want to do words of wisdom today? You can tell everyone I'm open to new things. We were talking about this because Stormy's going to try a new herb to help his body, and he said he's a new thing. Mm Mm-hmm. And everybody has to be kind to yourself. Not just animals, because that's where it begins. And if you don't feel well, imagine a big sun inside you making you feel better. And your body is connected to heaven, so be heaven. Mom wants to get a German Shepherd, but I'm not ready. (laughs) I lived with a really intense one. So, I mean, that's because she was Shepherd Wolf. Not just all the Shepherds. All the Shepherds are intense. Maybe just the Shepherd Wolf. (laughs) I think to myself, you thought she was just a Shepherd, but you you may do it again. Because I got her from German Shepherd to rescue Burbank. And now he thought she was just a German Shepherd. Oh. Yeah, she definitely looks more than German Shepherd. Yeah, Maya is definitely a wolf. Yeah. (laughs) Those are pretty good words of wisdom, Stormy. Uh, He says that he's happy you're going to give your liver away. Oh, thank you. He says because he would do anything for his mom. Oh. That's me. If you're wondering. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, he loves you. Stormy. Thank you so much, Stormy. And, you know, I I think Stormy should write a book, you know, with all these little quotes, like all these cool little words of wisdom. Stormy's words of wisdom. Coffee table You know what book. we've been thinking? Stormy says we've been thinking about making, um, we've been thinking about making mugs. And I have. I've been Thinking about putting his picture and his quotes on mugs. Oh, let's do that. I want one. Uh, yeah, see? People want one, Stormy. I think that will be good. <laughs> well, thanks, everyone, for listening to another episode of The Pet Psychic Radio. Uh, go to Laura's page, thepetpsychic.com. That's thepetpsychic.com for all the information. You can check out our Facebook page, which is facebook.com, Pet Psychic Radio. And uh, you can always post pictures of your pet and share your pets with our other listeners, uh, talk about the show, anything you like. They're on our Facebook page. Uh, Laura, you have a Twitter account? You want to shout out your follow? The Pet Psychic. The Pet Psychic. Follow at The Pet Psychic. 
And uh, check us out next week. We'll be here at the same time, Thursday, 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Thanks, everyone. Bye. Thanks, everyone. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.